Hello, welcome to a special edition of the Sour Mash Podcast. This is Andy, and I'm without Danielle or Dylan, but I'm with uh, Jason Rittenhauer and Matt Geyer from the Central Kentucky Spirit Society, repeat guests. Uh, so welcome back. Last time you guys were here, we recorded about 15 minutes, and then I realized that I wasn't in fact recording, so I'm making sure that I'm not making that same mistake now, but uh, Matt and Jason are here to talk about the Bourbon on the Banks Festival in Frankfurt, but first let's talk about this uh, wild turkey that Matt just dipped into. Oh my gosh, this is wonderful. Um, I like this. I don't, I don't know much about it. I'm like you. Uh, you made a comment on one of your previous podcast that you don't have a lot of experience with wild turkey and surprisingly I don't either I mean other than just with the initial 101 or the occasional you know Russell's Reserve 10 year old or um, you know a, a barrel pick a, a Russell Reserve barrel pick but very little experience I've tasted the rare breed I actually own a bottle of the rare breed but haven't gotten much into it but I don't know much about uh, wild turkey um, this here is one of the older bottles because it was it's got the Austin Nichols um, um, designation on it, so I know it was distilled at Austin Nichols across the street from the brand new facility that you and I just toured, uh, what, about three weeks ago? Yeah, and I didn't realize until then that, I, I knew that there was the distinction that Austin Nichols was older, but I didn't know that it was a totally separate distillery at that point. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm getting more into it, and this was a bottle that I got from a friend in Paducah that found it at some random liquor store, found a bunch of them. Don't know the exact date. It says 08 on the bottom, but I, I don't think it's quite that old, but sometime from around 10 years ago is when this was bottled. I love the nose on this. I okay. mean, I mean, can you mind? Sure. Absolutely. I was going to say, I don't have that either. <laughs> Let's get you another glass. Yeah, I should have. Uh, yeah, we should have more glasses <laughs> yeah. up here. Like, like normal, these guys came bearing gifts. We got a, a mason jar of clear liquor over there. <laughs> and Jason, tell us about that, Jason. Well, I have a friend. Um, don't, you don't have the name names. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend. Let's just say that. Um, he, he just has access to, uh, to, to some moonshine periodically, and um, it's hit or miss. Um, can't guarantee you know the proof on any of them unless you do the old shake test and you know get an idea the longer the bubbles hang out the higher the proof i didn't know that oh yeah test. yeah so you kind of kind of put it i know i'm being visual now but put it on its side and give it a and then the longer that all those bubbles hang out okay so there's st it's still still, still going yeah still then that's the higher the proof does that work for clear spirit or uh, dark spirits uh, not, as well? not as well but um yeah, that's kind of the, the test for moonshine since obviously they're not a label on it. But, sure. But this one here, um, I just got maybe a month ago uh, a batch, and it was probably the best moonshine I've ever had. Uh, so I went through that <laughs> that jar, and then I got another one. And, uh, man, you wouldn't know. It, I, I would guess, if I had to guess, I'd say 140 maybe proof. And uh, you, not a burn That's crazy. at all. That's crazy, man. You, there's like a cookie smooth. I'm telling you, it's sweet, it's smooth, it's great. I wish I could credit do you, the maker. Do you mind? I mean, oh, yeah. we drink this straight from the jar, correct? Uh, yeah, drink yeah. from the jar, sure. I, I don't know if there's yeah. another way to drink moonshine. I'm sure there is, but... Yeah, you can give it a whirl. Wow, that is good. Yeah. Got a nice flavor yeah. to it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's insane. I would love to put that in some oak and see what... What would yeah, come out the other for end. Sure. You know? So, I mean, do you know much about? And I'm totally ignorant when it comes to making moonshine. Is that a sugar base? Is it a corn base? Corn, corn, corn base. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. White dog base. Yeah, that's, that's it. What, yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's basically all this stuff. You know, starts as that. Right. Um, is it all corn? Wow. This that this one, I think. Fantastic. Yeah, I think it's, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, I just I'd love to give somebody credit. I'd love the maker. I'd love to. But 
All I know, all I got was the hills of Kentucky. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's not a bad thing. So, um, but yeah, I'm just curious because it's way better than most of the white dog that I've sampled sure. at some of the distillery. So this is the Appalachian special. Well, I, like I said, I'd love to see that in an oak for five years and pull it back out. I expected apple pie when you said it was. No, well, I'm just not a I'm not a finished you know whiskey or a flavored whiskey kind yeah. of person. If I'm gonna have it, I really just Might like well the, just the yep the yep. pure you know. But no, this is uh, it's amazing. But you see a lot of like quote unquote moonshine on the shelf at a liquor Jeez. store. And a good rule of thumb is if you can buy it at a liquor store, it's not moonshine. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like anything. Um, I don't know if you're into wine at all, but some of the, the what we know around here is cheap wines, like um, anything that would be ten bucks, fifteen bucks, but they sell mass of that so they can do the good stuff yeah you know and i think some of the the distilleries and are that way too mm -hmm. you know they put out this slower and cheap stuff that pays the bills sure and then they can play around and and do some of that finished bourbon and things like that absolutely absolutely um so we also have a couple of rums we're we've got a quite the quite the lineup here <laughs> yeah you uh started your rum journey a few months ago <laughs> and, which I, we kind of kid you about but uh I thought I'd bring some rums for you to try. I brought uh, two that I really like. I keep these in my cabinet often. Uh, but the El Pasador de Oro, the XO. Um, it's a uh, six to uh, 15 year old uh, blend um, that's uh, finished in uh, oak, uh, bourbon, ex-bourbon barrels. And then it's shipped off to France where um, at uh, uh, Le Ben Haran, um, the Blessings, a small spirits company distributor in Paris. And they put it to rest for an unspecified time in cognac barrels. So if you're a cigar lover, this, this pairs wonderfully with a cigar. Um, I would uh, pair it with something mild, you know, a Connecticut wrap. Um, it's perfect. Uh, it's called the Gold Ferryman. That's its nickname. Um, but it's, it's beautiful juice. It's a product of Guatemala. Uh, it's bottled at a general 40% ABV. Most rums are. Uh, very, you know, there are a few overproof rums out there, but yeah. but most are somewhere between 40, uh, mostly around 40%. So. Yeah, as somebody that's primarily a bourbon drinker, I'm used to drinking this just super high proof stuff. And I get used to it and I really grow to like it. And then you go eat, drink a rum or most scotches at 80 proof unless they're cast strength. Um, it makes it a lot more approachable, at least at the beginning. For um, sure. And you can have a couple more pours yeah, uh, than, right. you know, With some Stag Junior. <laughs> well, that's true. Sure. I mean, uh, but I, you know, one of the things we kind of talked about the last time we were here is, you know, I like low-proof whiskeys and spirits, only because I think that they they produce wonderful olfactors. You can really tease out more notes than you can. It's something that's more cast strength or higher proof. Mm -hmm. um, it's not always the case, but I think it's generally the case. Yeah. So. So the, the topic of the day and the reason you guys came um, to record this podcast, one, because I like hanging out and drinking with you, but also uh, you're on the verge of a, a big time festival in Frankfurt, Bourbon on the Banks. Um, so you, I think last time you were on, you kind of alluded to it and you started to put some stuff on social media, selling tickets uh, in full swing. This is coming up in less than three months, right? 85 days. 85 days, you know, so it's in a day. We're here. Yes, sir. Um, you can go to our site. It's uh, www.bourbononthebanks.org. Check us out. Um, we've got a great event lined up. It's a three-day event. Um, it starts on Thursday. Uh, we have a big uh, dinner event at the Aqua Farm there at Kentucky State University. They're one of our uh, partners in this, in this endeavor um, that evening. Uh, but we're going to be doing a, um, a, uh, a meal that's uh, going to be paired with uh, specialty cocktails that are created for that event. 
Um, but we have, uh, we're going to be sending out invitations to over 200 Japanese companies that are based here in Kentucky. Um, a lot of people don't know that, but uh, one of the big economic engines in our central Kentucky area are Japanese companies that have invested in our community. Yeah, a lot of community. automotive um, factories and things like that. A lot that. of our whiskeys are actually purchased, are owned by yep. Japanese companies. Uh, you know, Jim Beam is owned by Suntory, uh, so is Maker's Mark, and so forth. So, and Four uh, Roses is owned by a Japanese company. Karen, as well. yes. Karen, yeah, Karen. yeah, absolutely. So, um, we want to honor uh, them and also thank them, you know, for their economic uh, investments into our communities. So, we're going to uh, um, have a big event out there that night at the Aqua Farm. Um, it's going to be really great. Uh, we were able to. Uh, Get one of our local celebrity chefs, uh, Josh Moore, who was a recent winner of Chopped on the Food nice. Network. Uh, he, uh, he's also the owner of uh, Valera there up on Frankfurt Avenue, mm -hmm. uh, the Italian restaurant. Um, Josh is going to prepare uh, uh, the appetizers, and he's also going to prepare the uh, the meal itself um, for um, for all of them, uh, everyone who's attending this uh, wonderful event. And he's also going to pair it with um, um, our drink sponsor. We haven't really solved that yet. We're still in, uh, communications with several different uh, um, uh, distilleries to be our drink sponsor, but whoever that is is going to obviously make their portfolio available to Josh to compare that. So it sounds like an awesome event. That, that's excited. an awesome kickoff to the event. I should that's going to be an right? awesome kickoff to the event. Yeah. So that's Thursday night at the Aqua Farm. Um, it'll be a, a, a big wig thing. A lot of uh, uh, Japanese executives and management. Uh, we even have. Uh, um, our fingers crossed, but we'll be giving an invitation to the Japanese consulate in Nashville, and uh, we'll also be flooded with you know local, state, and uh, national dignitaries, uh, you know politicians and so forth. So it's kind of a big wig, and also there'll be industry people there too, of course. Um, then we move on to Friday, and the Friday event is is really cool. It's um, we've got uh, two main events that day. We have our our free event. Um, well, let me back up real quick about the dinner. The dinner is really important too because it's also going to be a way to showcase the agricultural farm there and, and the ag program at Kentucky State University. Okay. One of the things that they're doing, and, and the ultimate thing about this whole festival, the ticket proceeds there for the main event on Saturday, the Bourbon on the Banks, the ticket proceeds are going to scholarships for Kentucky State University students. It. And it's also going to highlight the fermentation and distillation program that Kentucky State has there at their School of Agriculture. So that's all, you know, um, that's a new program, it's, it's burgeoning, but, uh, you know, um, with spirits exploding not only here in, in Kentucky, but all around the world, you know, that's, that's, a, that's actually something, a real skill that can be met and it's going to be in demand. Absolutely. So, uh, so then on the, that dinner, is that available to the public at all or is it invitation It's invitation only. only. Okay. It's going to be invitation only. To gotcha. So if any of our listeners can somehow quickly work their way up a Japanese yeah, gonna... company, um, <laughs> it might be worth your while. Leadership position <laughs> yes. and maybe score Work on that promotion the next yeah. five days. So. But then, uh, but we have a great event uh, that leads into Friday, or excuse me, um, yes, that leads into Friday. Um, Friday, we have two events that day. Uh, one of them is a free component. You know, one of the things I love about our festivals here in Kentucky, um, especially, uh, you know, I got to tip my hat to the original, the Barchtown Bourbon Festival. Mm -hmm. um, they always had free events, you know, whether it be the Bourbon Roll or the Arts and Craft Festival. There's always something free and family oriented. And so our, our uh, first event that day, yeah, well, it's actually, our, it's going to be coinciding, but um, it runs from five o'clock in the afternoon until 9 p.m. We're going to close down Broadway in Frankfurt and kind of turn it into Bourbon Street. Uh, we're going to have uh, street performers, 
Um, and I don't mean like, um, um, what's a good example? Either of you been to Asheville? You know, yeah. Walk the streets through Asheville and you get the street forms. Or New Orleans, even Bourbon Street. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, we're going to have, uh, um, I forget their name and I apologize, but we have a, um, a group out of Cincinnati who are circus performers. They're going to be our actual street performers. Okay. Uh, we also have some live music musicians. So it's not music. just like a guy banging on the underside of a plastic <laughs> exactly. bucket. With or, a... <laughs> and then he might ask you for some change. Yeah. yeah if he is, he'll be really good. Might have that, but he's going to be a professional. Okay. But there will also be food trucks. We are also going to have some food events, some spirits events. Also, a lot of the shops and so forth that are open or along Broadway there will be open. Um, there will also be uh, components. One of the other major components of this event is... Um, we want to highlight African Americans' um, um, contribution to the distillation, uh, or to the you know to the the spirits industry, um, especially um, their past. You know, a lot of uh, um, unfortunately, a lot of the African Americans uh, that were slaves, um, some had skills as distillers, and that mm -hmm. was one it's one of their skills. Uh, a lot of them taught some of these guys in the South. You know, we all know the story of Uncle Nearest supposedly teaching Jack Daniels how to distill. So, we want to highlight their their contribution. Um, where we've got a program uh, with, uh, um, not a program, but they're partnering with, K-State is, uh, with their, some of their history, historians there in the history department and also um, um, the people at Buffalo Trace, for the, the guys doing the archaeology and so forth. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be doing a display um, and also have uh, some educational opportunities throughout the whole festival um, and, um, um, and just highlight their contributions. You know, to the sure. industry, which I think is great, and probably it's a story that hasn't been really told. No, it's really not. Um, so that's that's a good thing to highlight for sure. I think a lot of people will get a lot out of that. It's actually getting national attention. That portion, is, to be quite honest, I great. Can't alleviate, or excuse me, I can't reveal some of the things that are going on. I will off the air to you later, but you'll actually be really surprised. Well, I saw one other thing that on that evening with that festival is they're going to show the neat documentary. Yes, we're which also going to, a lot of people have not. So, I haven't seen it. Yeah, a lot of people. It's funny. All the people yeah. in Bourbon know it's out there and right. yeah. haven't seen it. Just haven't so. gotten around to it. Yeah. Along there, they're going to have a, a screening of the uh, the documentary, Neat. Uh, we're also going to have live music. There'll be some traditional live bands with a stage and so forth. Um, um, in addition to the musicians that are on Broadway Street, you know, intermixing with the, the crowds. Um, and then that evening, it moves into the kind of the main spotlight event. We have our Masters Distillers reception, sort of like a dry run through of the main Bourbon on Banks festival where each of the tents and the uh, area along the, the river park there along the walkway um, you'll be able to walk down through there uh, the distillers and, and representatives from the industry will go down and, and they'll actually go into these tents and visit with with other spirits distillers and they'll get a demonstration they'll also get you know information um, you know about their products and so forth uh, we'll also have uh, um, chefs and restaurants giving out food samples um, we have a few select vendors that will be selling a few things, um, but uh, but that's sort of like a dry run. Um, the next day is the big event itself. That's when we're you know it's a, the ticketed event for for the public. And what I like about this, um, have, uh, Jason, I've actually worked Whiskey Live. We've also been to him as just um, you know enthusiast. Um, have you ever been to a Whiskey Live event? I have not. No. Whiskey Live is you know uh, um, and there's similar events too like. Um, um, the guys down in Nashville, uh, the Southern Spirits Society, they yep. throw a summer yep. event. But um, it's just an event where you'll have these stations where, you know, uh, 
whiskey companies and uh, whether it be Scotch, Irish, or Bourbon, whoever, they'll have their products and they'll give pours. And then you know they'll have uh, you'll have also maybe mixologists you know doing cocktails, and you excuse me and you'll have a, a nice food component too. You'll either have um, um, people handing out you know samples and so forth of their foods, or there'll be a food event adjacent to it, like a dining hall or something. Sure. But anyway, I kind of think of it like that—just a large whiskey live event that they'll be able to stroll along the Kentucky River. Uh, it's a, it's a very similar walkway to what we have here in, in Louisville with our riverfront. It's a big walkway that walks along down through the park down through there. And there's a nice amphitheater, and uh, we're going to um, um, have a ticket event for um, I think a really really great price point, especially for bourbon aficionados. Sixty five dollars. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. That's the yeah, unlimited spirits to sample during the three hour period from um, from uh, five to, to eight, and then um, you know, and, then, and of course the the food is unlimited. There's also going to be wine and craft beers. We have uh, Goodwood already on board. We have Six West. Um, we have um, wine. I'm, I'm. Jason, can you pull up the? Yeah. What wines do we have? They're under the uh, under the drink section. Yep, I got it. I think we already have some wineries set up. Yeah, there's. I think there's a couple of locals. Let's see. And then I don't forget too. Um, Saturday morning, they're going to do the farmers market. Before, Saturday morning is the yeah, farmers market. We have. We actually have two two farmers market events. The, the week before, on August the tenth, the Frankfurt Farmers Market is going to be hosting our celebrity chef Josh Moore, and he's going to give out a demonstration on heirloom tomatoes and preparing them and so forth. Very cool. So um, we're very I'm excited about that because I, I love those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and then the the wines uh, old five hundred two winery, and, the and Stone- then Stonebrook. Old well, 502 Winery, their um, all their stuff is bourbon barrel aged. A lot actually. of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, and a couple of other beers. I'm, I'm, I've become quite the beer fan over the last year, uh, just due to cost, really. Yeah. And then it's so cool, you can just grab a single for two bucks, five sure. bucks, you know. So against the grain, I'm excited about. And then Mirror Twin in Lexington. Mm-hmm. My daughter goes to UK, and every time I go to see her, I swing through Mirror Twin, and they're they're really doing some great stuff. Um, some huge fruity IPAs, things that uh, really big deal stuff, and their cans are awesome. And that's that's a, that's a really neat place that's up and coming. That's great. I, I haven't had anything from Mirror Twin. I'm a huge against the grain fan. They're actually a partner of ours. We do some events with them. Uh, it's our Mash Tours, but that's um, that, that's exciting. It's not not just uh, not just bourbon. A little bit of something for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think um, that's one of the things too. When when you're a big bourbon fan. Um, and if one you want to bring your girlfriend, your wife, a lot of times they're not. They enjoy some wine, or you might have some friends that just don't love bourbon and they like beer. And so, really, it appeals to everybody. Sure. Um, I think uh, food too. And let me throw out the uh, my responsibility statement. Okay. This is an event uh, for people who are 21 and older. The the Saturday event, the Bourbon on the Banks, the main event. So it's not an event for underage kids to come drink at. No. Okay. Thanks for clearing that up, Matt. Thanks. Well, most of those festivals, they'll just let anybody in. So. Yeah, right. I, when, when we do, um, what's the what's the one they do at the Kentucky Center? Uh, the Bourbon Affair. Yeah. Yes. That's all ages. They, I've seen five-year-olds in there with with The one in June where it's all like on the different I'm, campus. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a little, little black tie. But yeah. now the breweries, they'll let families, and that's no joke. Like, yeah. You go to a sure. brewery, and it's it's 
any age is welcome. That's that's one thing that struck me. Um, went spent some time in Asheville a couple of years ago, and that brewery culture. Like you go in, and there would be yeah. families like literally sitting at the bar. Yep. Um, all are welcome. Yep. Obviously, the kids can't drink yet, but um, that's uh, that, that's a cool thing about the some of these destination breweries. So the star of the show, obviously, is the bourbon. $65 price point. You've got a lot of distilleries listed on the website. What's oh. the situation as far as pours of bourbon go? You walk around with a, a glass and have get samples from the different places? You will, yeah. You'll, have, you'll be issued a glass when you uh, enter through the ticketed event area. Um, sort of like a control point to enter into the, to the, um, into the park. And, uh, yes, I mean, you'll, you'll be able to, to go to each tent and sample each of the, the spirits. And it's not just bourbon. There's a few other things there as well. We've well, got, uh, yeah. And, and I, it's not just um, unknown, you know, you've got some really good names that every, yeah, everybody knows from um, Whistlepig, um, Rabbit Hole, Peerless, New, New Riff, Riff, Boone County, yep, Jim Beam, Jeff, Jeff the Creed, Evan um, Hill, which, you know, that's their entire, you know, their portfolio of Elijah Craig, Evan Williams. Sure. Um, Goodwood's doing both, right? Bourbon Goodwood, and beer. Goodwood's bringing their bourbon, or excuse me, uh, they're bringing their, their beer, their bourbon, I would imagine so, that new yep. uh, barrel-aged barrel stout, yep. something or Well, the, the rumor was that when the collapse, the warehouse collapse yeah. happened, that, that that was what they got. Now, and, I'd like to, <laughs> definitely some controversy. I'd like to oh, make yeah. a special shout out to Goodwood because uh, they're building a new facility there in downtown Frankfurt. Oh, right, are they really? Right next to Bourbon on Main. Okay. And they are our co-host for our after party. We're having a huge after party where afterwards. Uh, with all the volunteers and people associated with the festival. So I suspect there'll be certain people in this room that'll be there. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I know so. <laughs> but, well, and, and also, you know, just not to forget Buffalo Trace, you know, they're Buffalo Trace is on board. Eagle Rare, all, so, you know, they're, they're big. Yeah. Yep. Um, and nice. then I'm excited about some of these younger distilleries, you know, they're, to see, they're, you know, like uh, I just saw you scroll by, but, you know, um, Dueling Grounds, they've just, you know, gotten their bourbon together. Uh, I'm excited about MP Roland being there. I mean, yeah. Paul's got some great stuff. Oh, yeah. That Dark Fire whiskey is interesting. I love it. I like I, a guy I work with uh, brought a bottle of that to the office, and he didn't know much about it, and neither did I. Of course, I'm like known as the resident bourbon expert there. So he brought it over, and I did some research. I noticed that on the bottle it said this was, um, it was a single barrel, and it was bottled like... 31 of 36 or something mm -hmm. like that. So I'm like, is this just a really short barrel? They lose a lot, but no, they do small casks. Yep. Small casks, which is kind of cool. Well, they do some really cool, cool um, barrel strength stuff too. I mean, okay. it's, they've been doing, they were doing that before. I mean, small, short barrel strength, um, anywhere from three to seven years. I mean, just, and it, it's solid. Yeah. For sure. So the kind of the crown jewel of the, the the weekend, to my knowledge, is the competition. So I want to pick your brains a little bit about kind of. I am. We have a huge bourbon competition. Yeah. So that's the and that's I think really the shining gem of all of this. Um, the great thing about our event is we are going to be the first, you know, festival to host a professionally judged bourbon double blind competition in the state of Kentucky ever. That's impressive and yeah. incredible that nobody's done this. That, that's what I was, but, you know, yeah. when, they, when they first well, started bringing it up. I'm I mean, I, I can't go into a lot of the details. I don't want to. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that are behind that. You know, there's politics, there, you know, there's laws. Our mm -hmm. laws are very antiquated. Um, um, but there's also politics as well. 
Yeah, we always hear about San Francisco. San Francisco, double right. double well, gold, and you know, yeah, yeah. why not here? You and know? The, you know, the great thing about the the judging contest, I mean, it's it's. Um, I, I love how it's laid out. You can actually go online. You can read about it. Um, you can read about the rules and and the, how the awards are are uh, doled out. Um, but there's uh, four levels of, of medals. Um, you have your bronze, and of course, a silver, and a gold, and a double gold. Those that achieve double gold, which is kind of a you know an idea or a, a gold standard, you know of a of a, of a, of a particular whiskey, mm-hmm. in this case bourbon, um, moves on to compete for the Governor's Cup. Uh, that's the okay. ultimate prize. Governor's Cup will uh, winner will um, um, will be announced uh, that evening on Saturday, uh, and it will be awarded by the governor or most likely a, a representative from the administration. Or Secretary of Agriculture, somewhere, but some kind of dignitary of that level. Somebody in the, yes. in the state government. Absolutely. Well, it's really election cool. year, Andy. So. How, <laughs> so how does, just those competitions in general, I guess, uh, for, for my sake and for anybody listening. Um, so at Heaven Hill, will, will they just choose one brand to put in or will they submit well, multiple whiskeys? They'll how? probably submit multiple because they have multiple whiskeys. I mean, uh, we are, we're asking for two uh, whiskeys. Um, 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 from each each brand, so I can imagine someone like Buffalo Trace probably having anywhere from sixteen to twenty entries. Okay, with so all their brands. Gotcha. So it's not like every distillery has to to choose one to put into the competition. They can put as many as they want. Well, they have a DSP number, and they can do two per DSP. Two per DSP number. Yeah. And Buffalo Trace has a DSP number probably for Age International for all, all the different. The bigger, yeah, like you, like um, like Matt just said, that the bigger guys can can put in, you know, a lot more. We've been working really hard behind the scenes. I work on the vendors committee, and my. I've had a few tasks assigned to me by the executive director, Wendy Kobler, but uh, uh, my first duties were to, you know, find a super chef for that event. And mm-hmm. I did that with Josh. And um, I met with a lot of chefs here in the community, and it was actually more difficult than I thought it was, but I sold the vision to Josh, and he really enjoyed it. He's really about localism and, and slow uh, uh, food movement and farm-to-table, which sure. I'm passionate about. I mean, I'm a, I'm a student of Wendell Berry's, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, so are, are there different uh, different categories for the, uh, the the competition, or is it just Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey across the board? Um, I am not an expert in that. That would be probably a question that I would want to field to, to either Tony, who's unfortunately okay. not here, or Tim Nettle. Tim Nettle is um, uh, one of our judges, but he's also helped design gotcha. um, the event itself. Him and him and Tony work really closely together on that. I think uh, it just Tony has to meet. What's called bourbon? That criteria. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That you know. So probably no no finished. Bourbon no, I don't think there. so. I don't. But you know, it's. I think it's still firm. Yeah, you know, firming up. It I depends think, yeah. kind of what they get. I think. Gotcha. But initially, it was just it meets the bourbon you know industry criteria. Okay. Um, I do know this that yeah. I mean, they were debating that. I bet I was in the rooms when they were debating you know, whether to allow finished, and I think that they're leaning towards to allow finished. You know, to allow it to some yes and okay. it'll it'll go just toe to toe with uh, a straight bourbon I don't think same. so I think yeah, it'll be different, yeah, different, different those, categories those are different yeah. Yeah, many that, categories that makes sense to me because uh, you know if, if it's almost I want to say it's cheating but you're you're, you're, you're hiding flaws man yeah maybe <laughs> hiding flaws maybe imparting some new flavor on there and nothing against finished whiskey I, I, I really yeah. like it and our 
our buddy Forrest, uh, who's been on the podcast a couple times, he'll argue up and down that Finnish bourbon is still legally bourbon based on the wording of the statute or the wording of the regulation. Well, he's being legal with UBS. He is, um, but other most people would disagree with that, yeah. and including the probably the TTB and the uh, the label makers in some of these products. Yeah, I you know that's again for me. There's a few that I enjoy, but otherwise, just give me the give me the straight, straight bourbon. Up, yep. Yeah. Um, but you know we're we're very excited about this first year. Um, you know, honestly, you know, we've never done this before. It's never been done before, because as I was saying, you know, the the laws are, are very antiquated and, and burdensome, burdensome. That's what I would call it, burdensome. And um, and then of course the, there's politics behind it as well. Mm-hmm. So um, the uh, and I won't go into that because I don't want to embarrass anybody. Um, the uh, but. But it's something that, you know, we've got our eye towards down the road. I mean, this is an annual festival. This is something that, you know, I can imagine after we're done here in mid, you know, late August, we take a, you know, two, three week respite and then we're back at Start this. Playing Absolutely. Year. We got to have to. I'd and like to, I'd like to see it become that, you know. The, and it's going to become something even more. I mean, we're already planning on, you know, incorporating, um, you know, one of the things we're talking about, we're in talks with, you know, I'm not going to give a name away, but a particular horse farm having a huge, you know, Four course meal dinner event at there, um, doing some off camp or satellite things for like what the Bourbon Affair does. You know, uh, I could see us you know, doing something at somewhere like Jeff the Creed, mm-hmm. you know, their dining facility, Castle and Key. Um, so we're very excited about the following year. But, um, you know, I was in a meeting last night where we were, well, I'm sorry, we were, we were talking. I was on a different podcast. Uh, I was on Perry's podcast. This is my bourbon podcast. And he was asking about cigar pairings with, with bourbon. And I was like, We've already, you know, I talked about it endlessly with people. I mean, this is a big thing. It's a mm-hmm. huge, it's a huge thing. People really enjoy that. Yeah. And I talked about, you know, getting a, a pavilion that could hold, you know, about 50 people and, and do a pairing. You buy your ticket to that item, you know, you pick your particular cigar and, and you know what whiskeys are going to be paired with those cigars. And, uh, and that would be a, a really nice event. And that's something we'll probably have next year. But we just, time constraints were, you know, this all kind of came out of Wendy's mind last July when she first arrived at KSU to become their mm. fundraiser. And she was, you know, she's a professional. I mean, she's a professional fundraiser. She has a PhD in marketing and, you know, she knows the methodology on doing the research and so forth. And she was like putting all this together, you know, there's no community in Frankfurt. I mean, there's community, but there's, there's, there's never been a big festival like this. <laughs> you have these little small things that go on, you know, um, out at Salado, there's a bourbon event out there in, uh, in the spring. Um, there might be a small event at Buffalo Trace, or you know, actually a large event, but you know, but it's just very singular focused for that one night, one only. Well, I think a lot of things like they have that wine on the river and stuff, but the, and they'll add some bourbon to it, but it's not focused. On right, one and and then the other thing is, is that you know, over the last 15, 20 years, you know, we have all seen this evolve, this massive tourist industry that's hitched to the bourbon and everything else all the synergy that kind of feeds off that the food industry the hotels and so forth and i don't know if frankfurt's benefiting from that much mm-hmm. and, and i mean that honestly because i'm there and i work there you know i work with the government i've been there for 20 years and um you know you see mint julep you see you know bourbon boys and all these you know bands coming in to, you know to buffalo trace or they're going to Oak Grove, the Glen Creek Distilling, or they're going to Castle and Key. They ain't coming downtown to eat. Right. They're not stopping. They're going back to Louisville, or they're going to Lexington. Yep. Yeah. And um, 
So, you know, we're, they're not getting that tourist dollars. And that's one of the other things that we want this festival to highlight is Frankfurt. We want it to be about the community of Frankfurt. Um, you know, one of the things we're, we're aggressively recruiting, you know, kind of foodie type restaurants is because I want those chefs to say, hey, I might be able to open, I have a business opportunity here in Frankfurt because it's not that, you know, it's there, but nobody's doing it. Yeah. You know, um, Frankfurt, you know, it's kind of a, you know, it's looked at as, a, I guess, a one horse town. It's state workers and whatever, whoever doesn't work for the state, I swear to God, they work for their distilleries. They did. I mean, I've got spouses that work for me and they, you know, they work for me for the, uh, um, for the state and the insurance and whatnot, but either spouse is either a farmer or works part time at the distillery, you know, um, doing odd jobs in the winter and then or works in the you know the, the the warehouses. But yeah, that's about all. I mean, that's the only. Uh, I'm you know, if it wasn't for state government, Frankfurt would be a, um, um, a very small town. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a hell of an event, and I'm looking forward to attending and potentially participating in some way. Um, so tell everybody, I don't think that we've said the dates yet. The dates are probably the most important part <laughs> well, of this. The dates are August 22nd, Thursday. It starts that Thursday with the, the, the big dinner at the um, aquaculture uh, farm out there at KSU. And uh, Friday, uh, the 23rd, is the, uh, the free event. Um, it's the uh, Bourbon Street on Broadway. Um, it's going to be family friendly oriented. Uh, we're going to have food trucks and so forth. Is that food. all day Friday? It runs from five till nine. That Got night. it. So, so evening. Yeah. And then um, what's August, man? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be, be brutal. Great weather. And, uh, Great weather. Great <laughs> for drinking warm meat bourbon. Yes. Outside. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then uh, uh, that evening will be the Master Stillers reception, and then uh, Saturday is the big show. Um, that. Farmers market that morning. I'll kick things off. Uh, we have a we have great sponsors. Uh, I mean, not only are the distilleries been stepping up, but also just the community. I mean, we have Community Bank being one of our headliners. Deloitte, uh, com, uh, which is a computer uh, um, software company. Um, Kroger, Kroger doesn't sponsor anybody. I mean, they pulled out the Kentucky Derby went in 2011, 12, and they don't really done major sponsoring since. Um, but they and Kentucky Proud are on board as food providers and helping with marketing. And Kroger's is even going to sell our tickets from Asheville to, in, to St. Louis, from Indianapolis to Nashville. So we're totally excited about that. And they offered that to us. So we, you know, once we pitched our vision to them there uh, in front of their president, within two or three days he was on board. And so I mean, we're we're just excited. I mean, we're very excited about the interest in our our event. Yeah, me too. Um, so to buy tickets, can I go to a Kroger? You can go to, well, I believe you, I don't know if you can go to the Kroger yet. Okay. Um, or Kroger's, you, as most people in Kentucky say. Right, Kroger's. <laughs> I don't think there's a K. Mess, Rogers. But, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but right now you can go to our website. Um, that's, uh, as I said earlier at the beginning here, it's www.bourbononthebanks.org. Um, you can go to buy tickets. It's right there on the front page. Um but you know, it's 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 something that I'm very proud of. Um, I've been fortunate enough and grateful enough to be a part of this adventure. Um, and uh, Wendy has given you know a lot of us a lot of latitude on how to pursue these vendors. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, um, it's been it's just been a ball. I mean, and all these little side things that are cropping up. You know, you, you mentioned Whistlepig. I was um, I was the one who uh, that got Whistlepig involved with us and and. Um, they're doing us a great favor. We're doing a presentation uh, in, for the Louisville Bourbon Society 
on uh, on their next meeting on uh, Monday, June the seventeenth at the Henry Clay, and um, Whistlepig is going to kind of sponsor Wendy and I. We're going to give a presentation, a little Q and A about the the festival, but they're sending us with some great pours. They're sending us a bottle of uh, their fifteen year old um, family estate rye, I think, mm -hmm. or it's their fifteen year old rye in their in their normal portfolio, mm -hmm. and then their boss, their newest boss hog, uh, the boss hog five. Wow, so, nothing wrong with that. No, so yeah, you know, I'm, I'm stoked, baby. I know, <laughs> I, I was looking at it, I was like, man, that's like $800 for the two bottles. Yeah, yeah, it was some <laughs> so, big expensive stuff. So, yeah. and then um, and then I just kind of want to speak to the IG community. Um, it's going to be fun because uh, they're going to they're gonna send Nate Woodruff, uh, Whiskey with a View, uh, Whiskey Nate. He's going to come and be our surprise pour. We haven't told the Louisville Bourbon Society that, but they do. Well, if they listen to this, they know now. But, <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure word might spread. So, might, maybe, maybe one. Maybe but you know, um, and that's another thing I just want to kind of speak to as well. I mean, um, um, at least for me, I think that's how I kind of got involved with all this stuff. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, a lay person. I'm not really an expert. I, I do have a, a certification through the uh, Stave and Thieves Society, but um, all this has been self-learned, self-taught, and a lot of the connections have all come from the IG community. The IG whiskey community is for real. Mm -hmm. Instagram? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's incredible. Not the Andy. Inspector General? No, not it's the Inspector General. Gadget. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. I mean, you know, the people you connect with is amazing. Um, you know, just last weekend, I, uh, a guy I follow who's the, the head of the, uh, you, your wife met him, uh, Charles Grabitsky. The guy's cosmopolitan. Now, he laughed and said, I didn't know what that meant, but he knows what it means. He's well-traveled up, but, you know, wazoo. I mean, for example, after he left uh, Kentucky, he had a three-day respite at his home for three days in upstate New York. And he was off to Isley for the May Festival there. Hmm. I mean, just incredible, man. It is. I <clears throat> This bottle actually traveled with me to Nashville for the uh, NFL draft. I was trying to get some to the guys that run the, the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Urban. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Zeke and John. Yeah. And um, we just couldn't connect. I'd be in this part of town, and they'd be in that part of town. Okay. And so we just didn't work it out. Then he talked about possibly going down there to do their podcast. So maybe I'll get some to him yet. But just you know, you post. I post a picture of this and say, "Oh, this is great stuff. Oh, I'd like to try that." And yeah. And you guys actually work it out to where you do. You know. So cool. Yeah. yeah. The exchange of samples too. I mean, that's yep. ridiculous, man. Yeah. I mean, I get mail call. You know, once or twice, you know, a month, and it's like, whoa, this is stuff I've never been able to try. That's great. It's supposed to be to share. You know, sure. this is what it's it about. Is. Absolutely. You know, I've always been one of these people that you know, I don't. There's nothing in my house that you can't open. You come yeah, in my house. Same way. So I know you are. You've been very magnanimous with pores around your. So it's some of the sometimes I enjoy watching people try stuff more than drinking yeah. it myself. Sure, you know? especially if something they're excited about well, and they haven't had it yet. Everybody comes over and says, do you have any pappy? Well, that's, yeah. a, that's another thing about this event <laughs> that I'm right excited about. For me. <laughs> that's another thing that I'm excited about this event. I mean, if you're a bourbon aficionado or enthusiast, you know, and you live here in this area or, or in the regional area, you know, come, because you're going to be able to taste bourbons that you may not have tasted before mm -hmm. or have the opportunity or can't afford yeah, you know, that's a big, yeah. I mean, give you an example. You know, we just talked about Whistle Pig. I mean, if they're there pouring their Boss Hog, you know, for who can afford a five hundred dollar bottle of whiskey? I can't. Yeah. Well, it's you know, not even without getting my, you know, yelled at. <laughs> it's not even the cost. I mean, <laughs> go wife. go find a bottle of Blanton's on the shelf right yeah, now. Yeah, you can. Uh, Eagle Rare's head in that direction. Yeah. You know, you know, to be able to sit there and just all night long. Well, that's, Eagle, that's funny. Right before you guys came, I was cruising through Instagram or Facebook and um, Chad Clifton, who's a friend of ours and has been on the podcast, he runs one of the, the liquor worlds in Prospect and he posted on the Bourbon Hounds group or the Bourbon Club um, hey, we've got a bunch of stuff we set out. And yeah. It's like Plantons and Weller. Rare and Weller. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's stuff yep. that 
five years ago or just there there show. buy it by the case yeah. and for much cheaper than right, right. well the um the saratoga whiskey club was in town um that week and i went to have dinner with them at harvest that saturday night and you know um i thought it'd be nice to give them a bottle mm-hmm. you know take back and you know um and use that in one of their tastings so i brought them a bottle of blends and uh like, oh, you didn't have to go through that out of your trouble it, it wasn't because it was in my garage yeah you know but uh I've got a case. Well, I've got four bottles left now, but um, now I know where to get one. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I bought that like four years ago. You know, yeah. And a friend of mine, you know, alerted me that you know he's about ready to put them on the shelf, and I got that phone call from the liquor store. You know, got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't mind. Uh, you know, I I just it blows my mind that those things are not readily available anymore. Yeah. And I mean, Blanton's is great bourbon, but it's come on, guys. Yeah. 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 It's it's it's. It's plants, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah. But I'm not denigrating it at all. No, no well, I'm not either. But they were shocked that I was going to give it away for free because I knew they couldn't find anything like that down yeah. there. Yeah, no, no. And they went home with their haul, and they went home with a haul, man. And I saw that the crown jewel in the front when they posted their picture of about you know, a hundred bottles that they're going back with. It's the Blanton's. It's the Blanton's. Nice. You know? well, it's, well, we'll vacation in South Carolina, and I'll go into a couple of liquor stores and... They always ask me for just straight Buffalo Trace. Mm. It's apparently can you just they can't keep it on the shelf. Wow! And so anytime I'm looking for something, they're like, "Well, can you get Buffalo Trace?" I'm like, "I can get Buffalo Trace at Walgreens." <laughs> I mean, you know, like it's kind of crazy. Well, maybe not as much anymore. I saw it at Costco had a bunch of Buffalo Trace out, and it was limit one per person. That is crazy. Yeah, it is wild. I mean, wow. Yeah. They're well, flipping everything that comes out of Buffalo that, Trace. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's the pappy effect. You know, someone was a. Uh, it is. I was uh, trying to find a bottle of the... I, I do like finished bourbons. And um, I was trying to find a bottle of the Ivory Bowen when it came out spring of 18. And the Lillard, the first initial shipment throughout here, the first uh, allocation, I couldn't find it, man. I mean, and people were flipping it on the secondary market. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me, man. It's... It's Fredericksburg's. I know it's been touched by Buffalo Trace, but mm-hmm. it's Fredericksburg's. Oh, once the word got out, yeah. So, it starts there. So anyway, I'm down in Asheville. It's, it's, we keep coming back to Asheville, but uh, I'm down there in the ABC store by Black Mountain. I walk in, and like, you know, 20 of them on the shelf, and it's like, doo-doo-doo. So I grabbed a couple, but, um, but yeah, but I hate that they're flipping everything, and they're, you know... And I used to laugh at those guys, but now they, you know, it makes me mad because I can't find just what I want, and I'm not, you know me, I'm not... Uh, a guy that chases bourbon. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I drink a lot of bourbon. I just don't chase it. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'd, and I'd walk in, and you know, back in fourteen and fifteen, well, well, not fifteen, but I'd say fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, that era. You know, I'd walk in, you know, on a on a, on a night when they're having, you know, whatever they're they're releasing that month, and it'd be like Black Friday out the door, and you know, and I'm just going in and get my Elijah Craig twelve year old and and go home, and and I'd just be like, y'all are fools, but. This yeah. is crazy, man. I mean, it's crazy. It's where it's at. And just to even circle back to the, to the festival a little bit, one of the things that I'm kind of excited to see, you know, you saw um, that Henry McKenna come out of that mm-hmm. that last festival as the Ooh. as the, the great I would imagine Heaven Hill, since they are going to be there. Well, be it's just yeah. kind of cool to see something like yeah, that if, happen, you if know. If some, like, random bourbon that's not on anybody's radar yeah. takes the governor's cup, right. suddenly is that the next thing yeah. that you can't yeah. find anymore? Yeah. And that might happen. And yeah. Very well, way. especially as this festival evolves over the years, because well, I mean, I'll let the cat out of the bag. I mean, we're going to we're heavily considering. We know that we're going to have to expand categories. We're mm-hmm. going to have to include rye, American whiskeys, and then you know, 
Um, I'm already probably going to be, uh, I'm sorry, but um, I'm probably already going to be run out of the town, uh, out of Kentucky anyway by the KDA because um, I'll go ahead and announce this to you all because we can. MGP's coming, baby, and they bring in mm. George Remus and, yeah. and about 10 other brands. Yeah, I'm sure. And oh. they, they're flipping their crap out of it. Oh, mean, people my gosh. are flipping MGP uh, stuff. Yeah, anything that is anything 12 10 years or older oh, yeah. MGP. It doesn't matter gold. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, like Mike's job. <laughs> that, that thing, and there's a second one, and yeah. then um, was that Nodder? Uh, 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 Illinois. Yeah, the, um, the Blom Brothers. Yeah, Blom Brothers. Yep. Yeah, I, I tried some of that. Um, it's apparently a lot more readily available in Chicago, and my buddy Quincy gave me some, and I, I like MGP stuff generally, but I was not blown away by the by the Blom Brothers. I didn't think it was that great, and Bell Mead has kind of got a similar following now. Yeah, it, It's all pretty I wild. I got that cognac finish one, and then I've got the... I like that, yeah. Well, it's interesting what the really good distillers do. You know, when Smooth Ambler, mm -hmm. when they were kind of turning out that older stuff, and then yeah. Willet was was getting some stuff. Yeah. You know, for, and when they knew what they're doing and they do mm -hmm. what they do with it, I think it can be amazing. Oh, absolutely! But just because it's MGP, yeah, it's not all <laughs> the, the OKI stuff. Was, oh, yeah, a lot of that twelve years was incredible. It and was very well, very heavily sought after. Well, gentlemen, this has been a blast. Uh, any anything else that you want to plug before we wrap up? No, a bourbon on the banks. Yeah, sixty-five dollars. Um, we're gonna have a ball. It's gonna be a blast. So. I think yeah. No, I think uh, it's gonna be very exciting. I'm glad finally something on on this level is happening in in Kentucky. So. Yep. Well, thanks for putting it together, and thanks Thank for you. joining me. All Cheers. Right. Thank Cheers. you.